Hello, and welcome to The Bite, Hope Brooklyn's weekly podcast for bite-sized spiritual thoughts to inspire you as you center your life around God's great story. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Nathan with you here this week. We're reading from Matthew's Gospel, the 13th chapter, verses 51 through 53. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house, who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. What a fascinating recap Jesus puts on this round of parables about what the kingdom of heaven is like. I love how Jesus first asked the disciples basically, so do you get it? And they're like, yep, totally, which I can't help but project a little subtext here. It's kind of a blind confidence, I feel like. They're sort of like, oh yeah, sure, totally, Jesus. We get it 100%. And then Jesus goes on to say something that stops me in my tracks a little and maybe did for the disciples too. Therefore, every teacher of the law who has become a disciple in the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. Wait, what? Jesus, give us a second to sit in our smug assurance that we knew what you meant before you drop a bomb on us. What's he saying here? To rephrase, everyone who speaks the truth and preaches the way of God, which is to say the way of God through the person of Jesus, first of all, owns the whole house. And this house is perhaps not like most dwellings one finds in Brooklyn, New York. This place has that top shelf item, that coveted of all amenities, a storage room. And this is no ordinary storage room. In this storage room, there is treasure. Jesus doesn't specify what kind of treasure or what this means exactly, and interpretations on this vary quite a bit. The last part, and perhaps the most vague, Jesus says, the owner of the house that has this grand storage room draws from it treasures that are old as well as treasures that are new. Frankly, I find this to be maybe the weirdest parable in the whole chapter, and I love that Jesus saves it for right after he asks the disciples, you got all this, right? Like, you good? And they're all like, oh yeah, for sure, we're not idiots, Jesus. And then he drops this on them. From the storeroom, the owner of the house draws new treasures as well as old. In the house that I grew up in, in rural northern Minnesota, we had a storage room. And I use the term room generously. Uh, The door to it was accessible in the basement, and the room was situated under the staircase that led upstairs to the living room. So picture this. There was a small section when you first walked in with shelves and space for stuff that you might need to access more regularly, right? Like extension cords and canning jars, the vacuum cleaner, spare dishes, stuff like that. But then if you bent down to get to the under the stairs part, there was another area further in that was concrete floor and cinder block walls that could only be categorized as a crawl space. You could only get in through an opening in the cinder block on your hands and knees. There was no light, and if you got sent in there to fetch something, it was practically a punishment. This was a scary, dark, cobwebby, dank little cave of a room where the longer-term storage stuff was tucked away along with whatever else your imagination could conjure up that loomed in the shadows. But, ironically, the nature of the items in this part of the room were no less valuable because they were in the scary, cramped, bowels-of-the-house crawl space. It was actually from here that you'd pull out stuff like the bins of Christmas decorations, many of which were made by hand by all of us kids when we were tiny. 
and that mom and dad would wrap up in tissue paper and save and pull out gingerly year after year, all these years later, to lovingly adorn the house for Christmas time. You might call these old treasures, things that you might have forgotten were even there, but once pulled out and dusted off, brought back a hatful of memories and stories and maybe even a sliver of the truth of who you are and maybe even who God is. And these old treasures paired with the new treasures of items that are fresh and new and have immediate and more ready use, the shiny new vacuum cleaner, for instance, things to access and rely on and employ on a regular basis, gave a depth to the contents of this storeroom that made them kind of invaluable. And Jesus says the one who becomes a disciple is the owner of the house, who has both old and new treasures in his storeroom and knows just when and how to employ each one. I mean, it's still really mysterious. I'm still not exactly sure what Jesus means by the treasure itself and some of the moving parts. But could it be truth? Could it be memories, wisdom, experience, times that God has shown himself faithful, answered prayers? Could the old and new treasures be the, this beautiful marriage of the ancient stories from Scripture, these histories and poetry and letters and accounts we have of who God is and how people understood him millennia ago, along with the fresh revelation and grace and movement of the Holy Spirit that we experience of God today in the 21st century? In any case, may we be like the owner of the house, the disciple of the kingdom of heaven and keep the old and the new equally accessible and remember the inherent value and beauty in both. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Bite. To find out more about the mission and ministry of Hope Brooklyn and to subscribe to our other podcasts and lots more, visit us online at www.hopebrooklyn.org.